We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Colorado Little League State Championship is being played this week. Tom, I'm standing here with the little sluggers and some of their parents, and I can't tell you how excited they are. This is the Hot Corner. Little Stan March is the pitcher for the South Park Little League team. Mr. March, you must be very proud of your son. They've worked really hard to get here, Chris, and, you know, I don't like to really trash talk, but I don't think Denver has a chance. With Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. Oh, well, I'm sure some of the Denver kids' parents would disagree with you. And- oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! South Park is going down! There ain't no way some little mountain kids can beat Denver. Not with my son on second base. On the Odyssey app. Oh, it looks like we got some parental trash talking going on here. Mr. Marsh, any comment? Well, I think that there's a... uh... Mr. Marsh? Who wants to hear from a Mr. Marsh? I am the ultimate Little League trash talking father. I am the Bat Dad. Bat Dad knows no fear. And 1080. Bat Dad knows no pain. I want you, Marsh. I want you. The fan. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that, the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10inthefan.com or on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Vancouver Ford text line is open, 503-864-6326. If you're lucky and text soon, you'll be number three of the evening, and I might even read it on the air. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They should try before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. We have fair or foul coming up here in about 20 minutes or so. Um, But ESPN has been putting out leaking little, or not leaking, but I've been seeing it all over the internet today. ESPN has been putting out a bunch of articles. They have finished their investigation into the biogenesis situation that happened steroids in Florida. Wait, they just now finished it? Well, I think they were doing like an investigative journalism thing. Uh, clearly, because <laughs> that article is very, very long. Well, it sounds I, uh, like they got their hands on some of the documents from all of that, which yes. take years to get out to the public, I think. And while there is nothing really new and revelation-wise on this, it is interesting to see some of this stuff. Like, Ryan Braun, you're such a loser, dude. You're such a loser. Manny Ramirez starts taking juice and has the best season of his career, and they win a World Series. That's kind of wild. But I think the biggest takeaway that I have from this... It's an A-bomb from A-Rod! ...is this guy. Oh, there was definitely some bombs in this. And I just... What blows my mind... You know, as we as we sit here and we've talked a lot about today, just things that don't make sense. It's come out in this report that Alex Rodriguez was naming names in an attempt to clear his name. I don't know, but it comes across very much like, dude, you don't have friends. You were not cool in school and you're really mad about it to everybody. That sounds like Jose Canseco 2.0. No, without the book. There was a dude I had like this in high school. 
I won't see his but it, name. But it, but it's weird. I think like when Jose Cameron. I think when Jose. I think when Jose Canseco did it though, I feel like Jose was like, "Oh, you guys think it's just me? Oh, you think it's just me? Well, let me tell you something. It's not just me." It, but I guess maybe I'm leaning into his more. I was the godfather of steroids to in where, Major League Baseball. Like, okay, to where, Jose. To where Alex just screams like. I'm going to take my trucks and go home. You don't like me? Well, I don't like you either. And it blows my mind that he is employed on television. He's on ESPN. And when Fox gets the World Series, he'll be up on that on that table with Frank Thomas and David Ortiz. And how, if you're a Major League Baseball player... Now, a lot of the guys he's ratting out, and a majority of the guys that he played around are not in the league. But I can't imagine... Alex Rodriguez going up and being like, hey, Justin Verlander, I'd like to interview you before this World Series game. And Justin Verlander just laughing at him and saying, no, thank you. I hope so. I hope that I, I mean, I I just hope that it uh, the consequences that would come of this is that I don't have to see or hear from him on any sort of baseball broadcast going forward. But, I mean... Something tells me that that's just not going to happen, and that's what I don't. That's what I don't get from ESPN. It's very convenient like, that this article comes out in the middle of, uh, like, or at the very beginning of football season. Oh, when like there's bury it. I mean, let's be real. Uh, I think it's just human nature of the American sports fan that the first couple of weeks of September, baseball takes a huge backseat, um, at time. least for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. until you know we get to the end of this month in October, and so yeah, I think the fact that this is happening right now. Like October will come around for these broadcasts. No one's going to know of this besides the diehards mm. and people that follow baseball. And that's why they'll keep them on. The, you'll get the casuals tuning. Hey, there's, there's a rod, which is unfortunate, but God, this story just makes him even worse. Yeah. I didn't know how it was possible, but even worse than it, it seems like he already is. And then Joe, we, we've been working together talking baseball for a long time. So you know, I've alluded to this over the years. Alex is probably the the most heartbreaking story for me in my life as a sports fan. And I don't want to say heartbreaking like I have sympathy for Alex. It's heartbreaking because it broke my heart for the longest time. And I even even to this day, if we're just gonna like not care about steroids, Alex Rodriguez might be the best player I ever saw play baseball. Oh, I had easy. I had a Sports Illustrated like. Uh, the the cover the, the what is it the trifold that like the Playboy centerfold the centerfold fathead there, there was a centerfold in Sports Illustrated it was like 1998 and it was dissecting every aspect of Alex's swing and I had that on my wall because it was fascinated I just thought he was so good and to see and to see to think where his career could be then to see where it is now when you look at the stats I believed it 696 home runs 295 batting average three MVPs, gold gloves out the wazoo, silver sluggers out the wazoo, World Series champ. That's what I expected. I did not expect him to be absolutely hated by everybody, potentially the biggest cheater next to those Bonds and Clemens dudes. And now he's so mad that he just rats people out. It, it's it's absolutely mind-boggling. Now I do find it hilarious that one of the players that he ratted out was one of your favorite players. In Manny Ramirez? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I yeah, I love Man Ram. Oh, I know that was, was one of guy, the, Manny being Manny. I uh, I don't like reading that article and reading that come out. Like again, first person I thought of it was you, but your instant reaction seeing that that it was Manny Ramirez, he read it out. 
frustration, massive. It's like it's it's like Alex. We knew like the guy got busted. Like he got popped for steroids. I Why are you blowing nobody. him up? I didn't kill nobody. Yeah, Thanks, what? Man Ram. Uh, Manny Ramirez, he was doing it. Yeah, we know. Ryan Two. Braun, I think, was doing it. Yeah, we got evidence on that. Ah! Two of my all-time favorite players growing up watching, Manny Ramirez and Alex Rodriguez. Well, and A-Rod was so vilified for such a long time, even from just taking that uh, that contract, $250 million from Texas, to leave the Mariners in 2001. That alone, I mean, fans, sports writers, he immediately got turned on just for even being good at that point. And, and to back up what you're saying, Patrick, about him, it is true. He is possibly one of the, if not the best baseball player of all time, because just war, his career at shortstop before he switched to third base, best career war of any shortstop that played the game. Then you look at his years in thir at third base, best career war of any third baseman slightly above the leader. I mean, literally, so yeah. each of his 10-plus career seasons at two different positions was better than full careers for, for players that just played one year. This guy, or one position, excuse me, this guy was outstanding. But he's a douche, and maybe he hoped this wouldn't go public because you start to look like Jose Canseco, you start to look like Mike Fires if this kind of stuff goes public. And you saw how the league very quickly turned on pitcher Mike Fires after mm. he revealed the Astros stuff. Yeah, I you know, I'll leave on this because we got to get out of here. Um, you know, I do... I did think there was an outside chance Alex would get into the hall. Like, they would start letting a lot of these guys in. You're done, dude. Time You're heals done. all wounds. You're done. You're but, done. yeah, this I mean, going, going scorched earth on the MLB like this. You're done. The fact that, yeah, I just can't imagine, like, right how now, player, I mean, uh, Frank Thomas and Big Poppy got to be putting on the biggest fake smiles. Well, Big Poppy is just like, don't look at me, don't look at me. Ugh. I just, I get him off everything. Seriously. I just, I can't imagine a true baseball fan, former player, anybody looking that dude in the eyes and just taking anything he has to say at face value at this point. Yep. I'm just waiting for the Barbara Walters interview. That'll make me feel better. Oh, wait, is she dead? Uh, I don't know. Barbara uh, Walters still, Walters no, still good. Still good. As long She'd as be like Katie Couric at this point. As long as J Lo's in the interview and just let J Lo talk the entire time. Or you just have Bob Costas, who already interviewed him, I think, and Mark McGuire about their steroid admissions. So, or Barbara maybe, Walters is dead. Maybe it was really. Yeah, nine months ago. Well, we lost nine months. Okay, I mean, yeah, like that's, that's not that's fresh. Yeah. All right, when we come back, I got a question. Team just won the division for the sixth year in a row. Which guy's more valuable? We'll do that next. 10 the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, everybody's fair or foul will be up here in about 15 minutes, and then we'll put a bow on this bad boy and get out of here. But before we get into that, uh, the Atlanta Braves today clinched the National League East for the sixth season in a row, and you got to love that they do it in Philly. they got to love that, especially after the comments that uh, Matchbox 20 made about Acuna over the weekend. Um, but it got me thinking. 
uh, one of my favorite jokes, by the way, of this show. Rob Thomas? Yes. Rob Thompson? That Rob Thomas joke. Not a joke. No, Rob Thomas is the manager of, uh, of the Philadelphia Phillies. No, it's Rob Thomas. Jordan? Or Jordan? Catch I mean, on here, funny. bud. It's funny, but... God, I just... Can you hear me? I'm burned. I'm so scared that I never yeah, dude. get put back together. Yeah, man. Because you're so smooth. And then he goes on to manage the Phillies. What a second Took act. Took World Series, dude. What Beautiful. a second actor Rob Thompson. Um, Did not age well. Um, Ronald Acuna Jr. is three home runs away from 40-40. Matt Olson just tied the club record of most home runs in a season with 51. We got a 50 spot. Dude, let's go. Um, which ties Andrew Jones for the most home runs in a single season in Braves history, Ooh, only because might... only because Hank Aaron is like 44 six times. Um, Screw 40-40. Acuna might be 40-70. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 40-40 is what, I, what I'm chasing. The bases are juiced. <laughs> But it leads me to it leads me to this, and part of this I think is kind of like me feeding in a little bit to the narrative that maybe Mookie Betts is the MVP and not Ronald Acuna Jr. But it kind of got me thinking, like, let's not talk league wide, Joe. I'm I'm talking like on the team. Is there a chance that Matt Olson is more valuable than Ronald Acuna Jr.? Uh, there or is. Or am a- I smelling farts? Uh, man. It, 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 what do you value more? I mean, do you value the power? Right. Or do you value the speed, the contact? And Acuna uh, bats leadoff, I mean, and he's got the character, he's got the pizzazz. But when you do look at the NL like leaders, there is a glaring difference between the leader in home runs and RBIs than everybody else. Right. And, and it's yes, Matt Olson. It's like a good 20 RBI lead. And a good 10 home run lead. I haven't and, looked recently, but... And the Braves are on pace to hit more home runs than anybody's ever hit in a full season. But I also think, and this isn't fair to add it to, like, MVP conversation, whether it's your team or the whole league, but the NBA does this all the time, so why not? Why can't I do this right now? You lost Freddie Freeman and replaced him with a guy that hit 50 home runs. That ain't too shabby. It's, and, annoying. it's annoying if you ask me. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I... If I'm a National League East fan, I hate the Braves. I hate I'm it so when, mad right now. I hate it when good teams lose a great player and then just have one right in the wings right? waiting for it. It's like the Packers. I don't want to go another sport here, but when that happens to teams, it's just like, God, what are Dude, we going to do? if Jordan Love is good, I'm I'm, I'm jumping. Well, oh, who, my God. Who do you guys think leads the league in average? Freddie uh, Freeman. Uh, no, no, sorry, team-wise. Oh, Oh, what team Probably combined? The yes, the yeah. Team, yeah, combined yeah. average of 275, the Rangers 265, so they're good as well. But my point of bringing that up is Matt Olson hits him in, but Ronald Acuna, including everybody else, Ozzy Albies listed down on the te- uh, on the uh, Atlanta Braves, gets on base. And yeah. I don't think Matt Olson would have 128 RBIs. A lot of those will be solo dingers. You know, yes, he's in the clutch, and that's something to talk about. I think there's like a, a clutch stat that you can measure, but... If you had to measure value, even on that team, I'd say Acuna, because if he's not on base, if he's not setting it up for Albies to get on base, then Olsen, he could hit 50 dingers. But like I just said in the last couple of segments ago, Mike Trout hit 40 home runs a season ago. He only had 80 RBIs, man. It's because nobody's getting on base for the Angels when he's hitting homers, and that's what Matt Olsen's season could look like if he weren't playing for Atlanta. And not even just the home run aspect, like how many single uh two run singles two run doubles Very true. that he's had this year because of yeah uh just RBI doubles because Acuña or Albies is out there. Sean, I mean, Sean I Murphy, hear it. Sean Murphy has 20 home runs, Eddie Rosario has 21. 
Uh, Ozzy Albies at 29. <laughs> Marcelo Zuna. Which for, uh, for him is uh, like 29 home runs, and I mean, he's going to get to 30. I mean, I don't know if that's a career high for Albies, but that's Mar- still damn impressive. Marcelo too. Zuna has 34. Austin Riley has 35. I'm annoyed that Acuna he just Jr. keeps saying really good players, and I forget. And Matt Olsen has 51. I just I forget how loaded the Braves are every week. And I guess part of me, I mean, you're right. You're right. I... I'm being a little cheeky in asking this question. So I fully understand. The answer is Acuna. I guess, and and we always forget about this stuff. Like like I mentioned earlier, Mike Trout took second in an MVP race because Miggy went triple crown. So we're not going to remember that Matt Olson had this awesome season. But while we're in it, I just want to make sure we're realizing that this guy is really stinking good. Yes. He's been having an amazing year. I want to say a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the uh, Mookie bets possibly overtaking his MVP as just like, shoot, man. I mean, like, we need to look at Matt Olson as far as MVP votes at this point because, I mean, I mean he's just been absolutely raking. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, must be nice to have that many RBIs because you have a great team around you. Hell, even if Acuna and Albies, who are their eight and nine hitters? Uh, Eddie Rosario and Orlando Arcia. I mean... Uh, Rosario, Michael Harris, the second. All those guys have double digit home makes runs. sense for over a, fifteen. I was gonna say makes sense for eight nine hitters, but that's Braves eight nine. Hitters. Michael Harris, the second, batting two ninety one. Orlando Arcia batting two seventy, and Rosario batting two. They would probably batting be in the top five of batting order in like twenty eight. 27 they're the best teams. players on the A's. Everybody yeah. gets on base. Yeah. Everybody for them gets on base. It's yeah. insane. Um, yeah. Ronald Cooney Jr. has 133 runs scored. Albies is two home runs away from setting his career high. He hit 30 and 21. Do you think, I'll, I'll stick with this real quick. They've got a World Series. Do you think this Braves situation here could set up to be better than what we saw in the 90s? Yes. I mean, they're, they have to be the favorites to win it all this year. I mean, I I would think they would go into it next year unless the Dodgers get a decently healthy Otani. Yes, I I mean, I think the Dodgers because of their uh, pitching, their starting pitching health. <laughs> I say health, uh, also just being a complete dumbass, also, yeah. and you know, not being able to keep your hands to yourself. And Walker Bueller officially shut himself down for the rest of the year. News to me. So there yeah. you go. I mean, I we talked about this. I want to say either last week or week before is like. Yeah, the the Dodgers, like, are they done? Are they still right there? It's like, it doesn't matter. It's Braves and everybody else. Yeah. So I think they they have themselves set up for this year. Their contracts that they signed all these guys to have set themselves up for the next four, five, six years. And it's it doesn't feel like it's four or five stars. It literally feels like your entire team up and down the roster yeah. is full of studs. And it's almost to the you know, everyday baseball fan, household names. It, se- it seems like literally the only thing they do at a mediocre clip this year is get walks. That's the only offensive stat they're just middle of the road in the league at. Everything else, they don't need to walk. It's because they, they hit. Yeah, exactly. They've got the best <laughs> average, and their OPS is also leading the league as well. So they just think uh, it on base, and they're doing it more than everybody else. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not ready to say that this team is better than the 90s. I know you're not, and I'm not even ready to say they could. I mean, of course they could be. For me to be better than the 90s, though, Freed and Strider got to be dudes. Yeah, uh, and that is the diff. I and mean, they both look like dudes. That's what made those uh, 90s Braves because, uh, yeah, so Chipper famous. Was Glavin and, and Maddox. And the Crime Dog and Galarraga when he was there. You know, there were, you know, there were tons of great Braves players, but it was that trio at the top. Yeah, yeah. So, 
this offense is better than that offense ever was, even though they had Larry Jones, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and some other studs on that team too. This is a better offense. I'm waiting to see if Max Fried and Spencer Strider are the real deal, which I think they are. And just kind of tie it back to our George Kirby conversation is that uh, the the horses you have at starting pitching, it's a lot different than it was in those nineties where you could have those dudes out for one twenty and being sure. real. and they and they aren't even blinking no. and they'll do it again in a week. And it's like this is where Strider, Max Fried, like having that longevity, it's a bigger ask more than uh it used to be. We're talking three Hall of Famer famers pitching wise in the 90s yep. can any of these one like get, can one of them be a hall of famer yeah. at this point i think two, huge of them got a ask. Yeah. I think two of them got a shot but yeah it is a huge ask it, all right it, it seems a way that the league is set up that the braves are set up to run things for the next few years but hey dodgers have been quote unquote running things in the regular season for the last decade and they only got a ring to show for it a covid ring covid that. ring because yeah. justin turner sucks all right we come <laughs> back we'll uh everybody's favorite fair or foul before we do that i'll pass it over to schultzy with sports this is the hot corner with harrison fisher on the odyssey app and 1080 the fan all right, it's everybody's favorite, fair or foul. Let's just dive right into this without further ado. Our fantastic producer, Jordan Schultz. Thank you very much, Patrick. Let's start where we were pretty much just at. Ronald Acuna had to include him. What? Hey. You keep pointing. What? You used to say that I was the fantastic producer. Yeah. Now you're saying he's our fantastic producer. Was that a lie all along? Bro, you're a host now. Oh, yeah, it's always a lot. Starting to think I wasn't fantastic all along. Dude, it's just throwing out these fantastic compliments left and right. It is so much easier to lie to your faces than talk trash in front of you. I don't, but I don't (sighs) think, Joe's off here, because I don't think you would have been promoted to a host if you weren't a fantastic producer. Get this guy off the buttons ASAP. ASAP. What about Ronald Acuna? He's really good? I don't know. Fair. problems, Joe. (laughs) Fair, good at baseball. Fair Fair or foul, he is really good at baseball, but, uh... Ronald Acuna already has more stolen bases in his age 25 season than Ricky Henderson did during his age 25 season. Fair or foul, Ronald Acuna Jr. already has more stolen bags in his age 25 season, which is this year, than Ricky Henderson did during his age 25 season, which was, I'll give you a hint, I believe it was 1984. Yeah, I don't know Ricky's first year in the majors, but I don't know if Ricky knows Ricky's first year in the majors. Sorry, I had to throw a Ricky Ricky joke out there. Um, so I'm not sure how many years of service he had before he got into 20, before he got to his 25th birthday. Um, but I, I don't know. I think I just got to stick up for the whole, the stolen base champ. And, uh, I will say foul and I'll, I'll side with Ricky ahead of him. So age 25 year, which leads him, leads me to believe that Ricky Henderson, his most in a season was more than his age 25 year. Yes, I would think so too. His most in a season was 130. Yes, which that was uh, probably did when he was 29. No, actually, well, I'll give you a hint again. It was two years before this in uh, 1982 at age 23 is when he. I'm, I'm going to say record. I'm going to say foul because yeah, the fact that you just said that he had 130 stolen bases was another reminder of oh my god, <laughs> how many that is. Ricky. So, no foul. He hasn't eclipsed him yet, but he, I, I'm going to say he's within single uh, single digits. 
Well, you guys did get it right. It is foul, but it's a close one. Acuna actually tied Ricky Henderson's 1984 season total of 66 earlier today in the Braves 4-1 ah, NL so it's a clinching win. So uh, it's a push? The video evidence is non-conclusive? <laughs> Repitch? No, Wait, can no. Can we go to New York? <laughs> it is foul. It's not a push because he does not already have more. Okay. Ah, yes. So fair it's enough. fair or foul. He tied it today. But interestingly enough, uh, I did see you know a couple of there's a strike shortened season, actually two in Ricky Henderson's career. There's a lot of injuries, but he played 142 games in this season and only had 66 stolen bases a year after. He went 130, 108, down to 66. It was very fascinating to me to see that. So Ricky. That's insane. Ricky. Ricky being Ricky, baby. God. Moving on to somebody else being uh, somebody else. Fair or foul number two. Let's talk Polar Bear. It's a Mets action in here because they suck, but the Polar Bear doesn't. Pete Alonzo, his home run count is higher than the Kansas City Royals' 2023 win total. Oh, fair or foul, Pete Alonzo's home run count is higher than the Kansas City Royals' 2023 win total. I'm giving signs to Patrick over here that I got this one. I thought you were going to say total home run total for the, <laughs> the Oakland A's. The you saw my face, <laughs> right? I was like, oh, my God, there's no way. Um Total wins for the Oakland A's. No, the Kansas City Royals. For the Kansas City Royals. Are now, the now the worst, worst team, team in baseball. baseball. That's right. That's right. Uh, versus home run total for Pete Alonso. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. The wins are a little bit more because I just saw Pete Alonso's home run total, and it was seven less than Matt Olson, which was at 44. Carry the two square root of eight. Carry the decibel. Decimal, decibel, foul. Uh, I think I'm also foul on this too, only because if Pete Alonso has 44 home runs and they've got, let's for the sake of argument, say they've got 43 home runs, 43 wins, they're on pace to lose over 115 games. And I don't think the Royals are that bad. By the way, decimal and decibel, very close, similar words. Okay, Yeah, you can't even get mad at me for messing that up. Yeah, I will stick with foul on this. Guys, nailed it again. Yes! Alonzo has 44 home runs. The Royals, as of today, they got their 46th win. I'm hot. I mean, I I felt like I did pretty good last week. (laughs) You're on a streak. They beat uh, Pedro Griefall's White Sox 7-1. I'm feeling myself. Move on. Fair found number three. This is a really interesting story. I wanted your opinions on both of this and uh, a story that kind of transcends baseball a little bit. We've been talking torn Achilles in the news this last week. Aaron Rodgers, of course, very, very sad on Monday Night Football. Just four plays into his New York Jets career. but Rub some ayahuasca on it. Uh, we'll see if that works. But another guy that needs some ayahuasca on that Achilles, uh, a couple <laughs> weeks before this, 36-year-old Pirates outfielder Andrew McCutcheon tore ah, his yes. Achilles tendon. Yeah. Now, in the news today was their GM, Ben Sherrington, telling the media that Kutch wants to come out after this recovery, get back to Pittsburgh. He's already said so publicly, and Kutch knows that he can contribute. He's currently sitting at 299 home runs. He's already had a great career, won an MVP as well. But I ask you, gents, Andrew McCutcheon, fair or foul, will be a productive player by any measure, after he returns from a partially torn Achilles in 2024, this will be age 37 for him. And getting older with those torn Achilles, man, that's just that is a hard injury to come back from. So I want your guys' take. I think Sherrington's obviously giving very positive feelings, vibes for McCutcheon, but 
I don't know. He might be speaking just a, a little bit out of his booty here. Uh, it's not the last time we see Andrew McCutcheon. We will see him on a baseball field again. As a productive player, no way. No way. Um, Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest basketball players to ever play basketball. When he tore his Achilles, he hasn't been the same. Dare I say I haven't seen the same Durant since he tore his. And I know everybody wants Rodgers to come back, and he said he's going to come back, and he gave some Jesus reference and all that stuff. But He gave a Dark Knight reference also. Oh, yeah. Cool. Something, something about the the night is always darkest before the dawn, I oh, think is, cool. the, is the line. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Gotham. Achilles, <laughs> you know, Clay Thompson tore his Achilles, but he did it 10 years younger than these guys. And so he made it back. And I don't want to rule anything out. I love Kutch. I think he was a great player, but sorry, bud. Thanks for the memories. I, I, I don't think I don't think he'll do it. Not at 37. So uh, I am going to read the full quote from general manager Ben Charrington here. Former Red Sox team, saying by the way. that he is able to help us in uh, 2024. His approach has helped us, or excuse me, his approach has helped our lineup. It's helped us, and I don't see any particular reason why that can't that can't continue. His approach has helped our lineup. Well, he's a 1.8 WAR player this year. Yeah, he's been a little productive. Well, for I'm you. I'm just saying his it. approach has helped our. Yeah, I'm sure a veteran presence on a very young team, and his approach to being a professional in the game of baseball. Yeah, has definitely helped your lineup because you have a bunch of young guys that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure. Him being on the season next year doing the same exact thing, whether he's hitting below or above the Mendoza line, will help the team out. Yeah, so I guess fair that he can help this team next year as far as, like, winning games and moving them beyond what they are right now. No. Yeah, Evan Longoria is helping the Arizona Diamondbacks. Not by playing. No. But by hanging out. Yes, and telling them, don't do this, do that. Hey, I did this for five, ten years, and I was awesome. You should probably do that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's how McCutcheon will help this team. Hey, at least he didn't do steroids, right? Yes, I mean he was clean. That's the is that the bottom line to cover now? Top five MVP votes for four years in a row. Five time All Star, four Silver Sluggers, and I think one of the first. We've talked a lot about advanced stats, but he was one of the first like wins above replacement players to be named MVP because of that. Because he actually led the league in none of the traditional stats the year that he won that, but his WAR I think seven point eight, best in the National League. It's all because he cut the dreads. He shouldn't have cut the dreads. Uh, he might be right. All right, last fair or foul. Somebody that has no dreads on my favorite team is Mariners center fielder Julio Rodriguez. He hit his 30th home run of the season. He concert, bought the t-shirt. He'd look pretty sweet if he did have dreads, though. Uh, I I would agree. A couple of those dreads should be teal green. He'd look pretty cool, whatever hairstyle, I'm sure. Um, But anyways, yeah, so he hit his 30th homer on Monday, became a 30-30 player. uh, One of the youngest players to do that, and the 44th player in the history of Major League Baseball to become a 30-home run, 30-stolen base guy. Essentially, he's really good at a very young age, only 22. So fair or foul, Mariners center fielder Julio Rodriguez will hit more home runs in his career than Ken Griffey Jr., who finished with 630. So let me know what you guys think about that. Give me the number again. So Ken Griffey Jr., he hit 630 home runs. Julio Rodriguez, he's already played. uh, This is his second season, 22 years old. Essentially, I'll just give you some easy math here. He'd have to hit like 33-ish homers a year until he's 40 to accomplish this. I kind of guess, you know, that begs the question, (laughs) can he stay healthy even more so than can he consistently be good for that long? Um, I'm 
I'm sure there's a few 40 home run seasons. I was going to say, how many 40, 45 yeah. home run seasons does he have in there? But, but hey, great players, even we know they go through generational slumps. Like it doesn't matter if you're the kid, if you're Mickey Mantle. Mike Trout, you get injured, you go through big old slumps that people never forget about. You know, in Ken Griffey Jr.'s season, he was chasing the home run record. He was going to break it, going to break Maris' record in the 97 season, I believe, but then went on a 25-game home runless streak. It was terrible. So, yes, um, great players can do that, too. I just hope that in 17, 18 years, if it does happen, I remember this hey. conversation. I remember there was a fair foul that Jordan Schultz asked if he was going to bypass his home run total. Jordan Schultz, that guy's been dead for a decade. By, <laughs> I hope not. Patrick, oh man, I remember when he fell off the balcony at uh, T-Mobile Park. That guy's been in jail for 15 years. <laughs> Dealing fentanyl out of Dave Matthews. Um, uh, ketamine, please. Thank all right. You. I, I have garnered no respect amongst my 1080. Um, I'll, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh... Mike Trout might be the last guy we see hit 500 home runs for a while. Ever? For a while. For a while. So to think about somebody hitting 600 is pretty wild to me. Uh, If there's anybody that can do it, Julio's definitely a candidate that can do it. I'm going to say foul because that just... uh, 600 is a lot of home runs. Seems like, yeah. So he's at 58. That's a big Twinkie. And and, and I mean, mean, you know, you got to remember, yeah, you got to have 33 for the next, you know... 18 years, 18, but 18, 18 years. years. But I mean, remember, like, you know, Hank didn't hit 755. Well, he sucked he hit, the first half of yeah, this year, just, too. He just I hit mean. 40 home runs every year. And then if Julio's got a couple years where he hits 50, like three years where he hits 50, that jumps you up. I mean, that's how A-Rod has 697. I'm going to say foul because I feel like we're just not going to see a lot of these 500 and 300 wins and 3,000 strikeouts. Like A a lot of this stuff I feel like is dead to me. He's a guy that could, but I I like Julio's game more like 35 home runs a year, 300 batting average, 35 stolen bases, gold glove center field, batting 305. I feel like this is a trend in baseball where they're starting to celebrate these – milestones that are lesser more and more like yeah. hey he's got the 300 home runs yeah, yeah, yeah. because we know 400 yeah. like it's just like yeah i feel like there's this feeling going on that the longevity and these players aren't going to be putting up these records like they used to and i'll own exactly. it and say fair just really quickly i do think he'll get there oh. i think he'll eclipse because griffey was so unhealthy in his 30s and Dude. I don't think Julio's going to... He'll have some injuries. I don't think he's going to have that many. For the sake of seeing something very, very cool, I hope you are right. I hope you are right, too. All right, that is Fair Foul. We do it every single week at the bottom of the second hour. When we come back, we'll put a bow on this. The Hot Corner, to any of the fan. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, as baseball starts winding down, it is the 13th. we got about two more weeks left of baseball before we get into playoffs. So we'll start thinking about uh, your MVP picks, your rookies of the year, and what the playoffs are going to look like. Dude, I can't wait. Oh, gosh, that's weird. I took the mic cover uh, you, off. Yeah, you yeah. took the condom off. And yeah, it sends a little bit you're more. You're a little hot, yeah. Yeah, the highs, the high frequencies are coming in. Lows? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, it's too late. I I can't think. Nobody's listening anymore. Decimals, decibels. I mean, who really cares? Just give me to October, though. Uh, give me more middies, please. Yeah, I need more snare in my headphones. Yeah. 
I, love I got a fever. Marshall said. <laughs> I love when Marshall says that. Dude, I love, I love talking about rappers and their real names. Hey, first name uh, basis on people that I don't have a first name basis yeah. with, like celebrities, it's starting to become a thing. I'm like, well, dude, when I watched an interview with Dan the other day, Dan, Dan <laughs> oh, uh, Oregon head coach, uh, Dan Laney. Like, yeah, uh, the other day I said, the other day I said to somebody at work, do you think when Calvin Brody was on trial for murder that he thought he'd be in like Corona commercials at age 55? And they were like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, Snoop Dogg. I got this weird thing. And I call people by their real names. Again, I just realized that uh, Calvin was his first name last week once you uh, brought that to light to me. I heard Curtis Jackson's lost a bunch of weight. 50? Yeah. Well, I mean, he damn near died from hanging upside down at that <laughs> Super Bowl two years ago. So for 15 More like seconds. Buck 50. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, we might have to get that exchange rate down back to fifty cents. I know. Here. I thought I, I thought I had one on my kids because <laughs> they like Eminem, and I was like, his name's Marshall Mathers. Do you know why he's called Eminem? They were like, oh my god, Patrick, it's the M and the M. Do you think we're dumb? That is a dad joke if I've I ever know. heard I was one. Like, ouch. Curtis Jackson, fifty cent. Now buck fifty. Damn that inflation. It's pretty good, dude. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week from eight to ten. Ducks got Hawaii this weekend. Dude. So tune in right here. We'll have wall-to-wall coverage all day for that. Did I tell you I'm going to the Colorado game? No. I'm going to the Colorado nice, game. Dude. Watch Dion get waxed Hell by 30. Yeah. Bison breakfast sausage burgers. Yeah, dude. Dion's going to get waxed in that game. Let's put a whole buffalo on a spit. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you guys next week. For Jordan Schultz, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.